Howdy folks, I want to welcome you to another episode of Life Around the Fire. We are a podcast that is devoted to spiritual growth. And when I'm talking about spiritual growth, I'm referring to our relationship with God and our relationship with one another. It's kind of impossible to separate the two. And so this podcast is devoted to growing spiritually in our relationships like I said, with God and with one another. Today, we're going to look at this area of forgiveness. And yeah, man, <laughs> forgiveness. One of the elements in the outline, the parameters that Jesus gave to his disciples when they asked him, uh, teacher, teach us to pray like John the Baptist taught his disciples how to pray. Because they saw a great correlation between what was taking place when Jesus would go off by himself to pray, and then he'd come back, and there would be some incredible things that were taking place as a result of his time that he spent, <clears throat> excuse me, at the time that he spent with his father, his heavenly father with the time they spent there, something took place and the disciples looked and said, there's got to be something to this more than just the formula or more than just the way that some of these religious people are going about it where they seem to be just getting through the motions. They just be kind of like going through stuff or reciting, memorized things. They're not wrong with that per se, but, you know, if someone came up to me and was continually telling me memorized stuff, I'd be like, I got to look at him and say, uh, okay, I mean, is that it? Just the stuff you've memorized and you seem to want to get through it real quick and then get on with other stuff versus spending time talking with me, being with me. And so the way that Jesus was going about his prayer life, it was more real. It was like, that was, there was a, again, a correlation between him praying and stuff that was going on that were kingdom of God related, powerful stuff. So he says, okay, when you pray, pray like this. And he said, our father, and it was a real intimate word that he used, our Abba, our Papa, our Heavenly Dad talked to him intimately like he was connected with his father. He said, our father, our Heavenly Father, 
Your name is great, it's massive, it's holy, it's complete. And then he went on to talk about, you know, mentioned about the kingdom of God and the purposes of God. And then he got to this place where he said, and when you pray, pray that God would forgive you of your trespasses, your debts, your sins, the stuff that you know that you've done wrong, man. And also forgive others who have basically really done some things to you, man, sinned against you, where they're like indebted to you because of the creepy stuff they've done. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And that whole area of forgive, it's like you break it down, forgive. That means you give something ahead of something else, in front of. And, you know, forgiveness involves a lot of things, but one of the things involves is it's saying that you're not going to take it out on people what they deserve to have coming to them. You remove their debt. You cancel their debt. You cancel the punishment. You cancel browbeating them. You cancel all that stuff because you want that canceled in your life. You want it forgiven. Carrying that stuff around is a real heavy burden. Obviously. I mean, unforgiveness is the source of... Unforgiveness is the source of wars, man. Unforgiveness is the source of divorces. Unforgiveness is the source of people having health problems. Unforgiveness is the source of, oftentimes, of people having mental and emotional issues breakdowns, unforgiveness is really problematic. Forgiveness is something that releases a person from things that would and could really damage their life. When we're carrying around unforgiveness, or we won't even express the fact that we've done some things wrong and ask God, or another person to forgive us, we're carrying all this stuff around. It's like a pressure cooker, man. Something's going to blow. Something's going to happen, and there are some of us who are listening today. You know exactly what I'm talking about, man. You are walking around, and there is unforgiveness going on, and it is really creating some problems. I'm addressing it because it's creating problems all across our nation, all across the world. Unforgiveness is creating chaos. Forgiveness releases someone yourself, man. We get released. We say, God, I can't pay you back. There's no way. There's no way. Some of the things that I've done are so heinous that if I were to try to pay them back, 
It's impossible. And there's something about us coming to God with this stuff, and he actually, actually, literally forgives us. And not only forgives us, but cleanses us from the effects of this stuff. And the only thing that can cleanse us, hear me out, it's true. The only thing that can cleanse us, it's not counseling. It's not doing a variety of difficult things like penance. That might be part of doing something to help make things right with other people, but it's not going to cleanse us, remit us, have sin remitted from our lives. The only thing that's going to do that is the blood of Jesus Christ. It takes blood to cleanse a person's life from sin. That's how powerful sin is. And that's how powerful blood is, the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is so powerful that it can it can and does annihilate sin. And when we receive the forgiveness that comes from the life and the blood, the resurrection, the ascension of Jesus Christ, we receive the power of God to not only help us out, get us out of a jam, we receive forgiveness, we receive cleansing, we receive, our conscience is renewed. That stuff we've been carrying around, we don't have to carry it around anymore. We can literally let go of it, and God not only will, he wants to take it, and he wants to impart to us his life, his love, his healing. He wants that for us. He wants relationship with us. God loves us. You know, I used to have a real difficult view and image of the Father, God the Father. My image of God the Father was kind of skewed for a long time. I was okay with Jesus. Jesus seemed like he was he was like my brother, my friend, he was my savior, my lord. He was king. And the Holy Spirit was the Holy Spirit. He was God the Spirit. The Father seemed like he was kind of mean for some reason. I had a vision of God being this Father that was strict, kind of mean, or kind of not really involved, a little more disjointed, kind of removed. Come to find out that is a mistaken notion of God. He is the source. Our Father is the source of the forgiveness. He is one who so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever would believe in him would not perish, but they would have everlasting life. They would have forgiveness of sins. Forgiveness. Sometimes we need to forgive ourselves too. You know? If God can forgive us, who am I that I can't forgive myself? Bigger than God? <laughs> Come on, man. But sometimes it's hard, man. You know, it's like, well, maybe I should punish myself for the stuff I've done because you don't know what I've done, man. If you knew what I've done, you wouldn't want anything to do with me. 
I guess what I'm going to have to do is I'm just going to have to live this down for the rest of my life. Beat myself up. Whatever. That's not the case, man. We are free. That's good news. That's the go- That's part of the gospel. We're free. We're not in jail anymore. If we're staying in jail, it's because we're keeping ourselves there. Or a lie has been told us and we're staying there because of a lie. We are free to get out of the prison and experience life. Same thing goes with other people. We are able to forgive other people. Carrying around other people's stuff is a heavy thing also. You know, by carrying around someone else's sin, their problem by unforgiveness, they remain trapped in our mind in a place where they may have already changed a hundred times over, moved far beyond where they were before, but because we're in a place of unforgiveness, we can't see that they changed. They remain the same. Relationships suffer as a result of that. People hold on to grudges. The person probably has already changed. But not in your mind. Sometimes husbands and wives, man, you know, we keep score. Fathers, mothers, children, friends, neighbors, we keep score. You know, maybe even a little bit of that lip service stuff. Well, yeah, I forgive you. Come on. Remember that as a kid? I forgive you. Sorry. You meant it. You didn't mean it. Sometimes these adults, you know, excuse me. Sometimes even as adults, we do the same silly stuff. But it ain't silly no more. Fact of the matter is, it's problematic. And forgiveness. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Trespass. Trespass. Walk all over us. Miss the mark. We've done it. We've done it to God. There's one other element of forgiveness that I want to bring out. And that there are times in us receiving and giving forgiveness that it needs to take place verbally, out loud. Where we out loud ask God to forgive us and name the specific thing. Not just, uh, sins. <laughs> lump it all up. Lump it all in there. You know, sins. But what? What? Same thing when it comes to expressing things to other people. You know, we hide stuff. Sins, adultery, lying, stealing, stuff we hide because we're afraid if someone found out that, they wouldn't want anything to do with us. When in all reality, first and foremost, God knows. And secondly, you know what? People aren't dumb. If you've committed adultery, 
more than likely your spouse already knows, if not specifically, they know something's wrong, man. You just feel it. You can sense it. There's that thing. Lying. <laughs> One of my kids, horrible liar. When he would lie, his face would look like he was melting. It would just, it'd just drop. Thought, You're lying, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. But some of us have gotten good at it, so we think. So what? Good at lying. <laughs> That's something to be proud of. I'm a good liar, man. Nah, man. Truth. Getting things out. Sometimes if someone says something that they've done wrong, it might be a little bit tough to say, I forgive you. You know, forgetting, that's a whole other thing. I'm not even going to really be dealing with that in this particular podcast. It's, let's, let's begin with forgiveness. Kind of like canceling the debt. I'm not going to punch you in the head, okay? Or I'm not going to continue to browbeat you because of what you've done. I'm going to let go of it. Because we don't want that in our lives, do we? To be continually reminded of something that we've done wrong. That's not forgiveness. Once again, the forgetting part, that's a whole other element of the process. It's possible. Thank God it's possible. Because if it wasn't, we'd all go crazy. Forgiveness. The act and the beauty of forgiveness and of receiving forgiveness. I want to encourage you right now, wherever you are, to take a moment and just thank God that he forgives you and that you can receive that. Receive the forgiveness of God. Receive it. Let the blood of Jesus Christ go into every crevice of your life, every area of your conscience, every fiber of your being. Let the blood of Jesus Christ permeate you. Let the Holy Spirit bring that and apply that deep into your life. And ask God specifically to forgive you of that thing that's just been eating you up alive. When David committed adultery with Bathsheba, interesting, he killed a man, he lied, he did a variety of very just terrible things, but when he repented, when he told God that he just broke down and said, God, hell, oh, God, he said, to you, against you and you alone have I sinned. That's the first and foremost thing right there. People are people. People are not God. We need to get the situation taken care of with God first. Then we can start dealing with people. <laughs> Come on, man. All right? <sighs> Forgiveness. It's a biggie. It's a big topic. One word, big topic. We've just scratched the surface, but we've scratched it enough to at least open it up 
for the process and the reality of it to begin and go further and further and further so that we're healed. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the work of your Spirit. I ask that you would touch our lives and that you'd bring about the reality of forgiveness to us and through us. Help us, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, folks, I love you. If you have any questions, concerns, thoughts, fire out a text, email at lifearonthefire at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Until next time, adios, amigos.